Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, the show about digitally owned things now. And this is fine. And in the loocher. <laughs> and in the loocher. Oh. Uh, well, okay, so today is just going to be one of those days when we just talk to each other um, yeah. the whole time. Uh, because there's so much that we need to discuss. Uh, yeah, we, I don't know where you wanted to start. I realized we hadn't even talked about the trolls, which is sort of like, right. You because know, what happened we launched... is the trolls happened and then something else <laughs> happened and then something else happened and then something else happened. And now we're here and I'm amazed that I remembered to breathe, uh, you know, 80,000 times a week, whatever this, this, the last few weeks. It's just like waves upon waves upon waves. And I realized, you know, I was trying to explain to my parents what was going on. It's just like a hopeless, <laughs> it's hopeless to, 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 you know, it's like to even, NFTs were one thing, but once you get into loot, it's like, forget it. Yeah. I got this thing. And then, and then, and then because I had that thing, I got this other stuff and now, you know, I can buy your house. Basically. And now try and explain For that you. to your accountant. Yeah, well, that's cool. I actually think I actually have a, a crypto accountant who, fortunately, um, understands like understands. This stuff. Yeah. Well, he's deep. You know, it turns out he's deep, deep into DeFi. So cool. And he he's like in, he's it's his life. He he mm-hmm. does DeFi so specifically. Wow. My my normal accountant, as soon as he heard that we had crypto stuff, brought in this guy yeah. that he brings in for the. Pinch hitting for the yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, absolutely. Because I mean, I was talking about this with someone the other day. It was like, it's like the reason crypto is so complicated to report is that the model of taxation that we developed simply does not comprehend, like the 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 system, the form in which we are supposed to fit what we're doing on chain into these forms. Like it just doesn't. It does not compute. It's fundamentally different. Um, Right. Like in the real world, no one gives you like ten thousand AGLD, right? No one does that, right? No, Taxes that's not a thing that would ever happen. That. It's not conce- right. it's not conceivable when in the eighteen whatever's the seventeen seventy six or whatever. Like it's yeah, right. right? And and even more so that like suddenly that ten thousand AGLD would be worth anything, right? You know, because someone might give you you know, a hundred monopoly money or something, but like, (laughs) but it's as if, yeah, it's as if suddenly you could trade in that monopoly money for real money. Right. Yeah. 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 And so we're all just kind of trying to fit what's happening on chain into these, into this like archaic model of taxation. Anyway, um, when was the last time we did one of these? I think it was right before trolls. That's a good question. It probably was right before trolls. Let me look at, let me look right here at the... Uh, I have some fun stories to tell about the Trolls launch. Maybe May? Oh Is my that God. possible? Oh. oh, no, no. Maybe August 9th, actually. Now I'm looking. Because we did a whole thing about PFPs. Yes, we did a whole thing about PFPs specifically. Yep, totally. That's it. Okay. Yeah, August. so that's where we're leaving off is August 9th. June, yeah. July, August, September, October. Okay, so not too bad. It's just no. the last month. The last month, which has been yeah, yeah. The, the the month which of, is yeah, of yeah cool. I was about to say because like 
if we look at like the checkpoints in my brain, the last thing I can conceivably remember as being like the recent past yeah. is launching the fucking trolls project. Right. Right, right, right. Um, so and that was about a month ago. So we so I we brought I brought this idea to Chris mm-hmm. and then I and then and then Chris made them and then our and then we sort of together brought this idea to you. Mm-hmm. And I think you were pretty hesitant ultimately yeah. just because because well, where you've been, do you a just PFP project. Well, A and B, I think you know you're you've been in this sort of liminal space of like. Oh yeah, I was burnt out. What burnt out? Yeah. And and I said, and no joke, and I and I have no shame in saying this. I said we're just gonna make a shit ton of money. Like that is the plan. The yeah. plan is, and and um, you know, and the fact is, like you know, for both of us, like what that money means is like the freedom to do the projects that we actually really want to do. Like, so for yeah. me, I'm pouring most of that money back into building song of day NFT. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, you now have all the time in the world to like work on these passion projects that you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. I no, don't think it solves your burnout problem necessarily. But. No. And I think it probably accelerated it because now I'm like <laughs> energized on building things. Um, <laughs> the last few weeks have, uh, have been a wild ride. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's incredibly, you know, hashtag blessed. And also the security that that gives is, is incredible. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those weird things. Um, we may have timed the PFP top perfectly. I was, I was going to, that was going to be the next thing I was going to say is that I think like, I think we, I think we, and, and I sort of feel good about that in the way that like, I think trolls was the right was like trolls was the right project for us to do right. and, and it was i should say a, to yeah the reason i did trolls at all is yes. because i think we iterated in a way that was novel which is yeah. on like the surface level it's this uh you know we use it's a circle it's a png um for a twitter avatar which are circles it just makes sense um, still no one else has done that aside bigger from brain yeah totally yeah. bigger brain of the meme is that it's um, making fun of the PFP craze. It's self-referential and in playing by the book, we have the, or in judging the book of PFP projects, we can play by the book um, and fit the mold. And that worked really well. And then, cause you know, it also like harkens back to the stake network. Like it's a, it's a form of comedy that I'm uh, a big fan of. Yeah. Have deep and roots. Biggest brain is that it's the only PFP with the actual utility uh, yeah. to let you create your alt account. It's permission to create an alt account, um, which everyone knows they need. Um, yeah, so I, that's why we did trolls. And I think that on those lines, it was uh, successful in very varying amounts. Um, I think it was wildly successful. I keep oh, hearing yeah, from people to, to, to for whom, especially the utility part, I should say, for whom the freedom provided by this alt account is like really, and and I certainly have felt it, you know, running the trolls account, like has been, has been a true like gift and joy of just like, you know, letting this part of myself out that is never, that I never get to let out. It's this really raunchy, dirty, stupid (laughs) part. is Really fun. You know, it's It's genuinely, um, and it's, yeah. and 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 what I like about it too is that it you know are the community such as it is that's built up that has come up 
around trolls, everybody gets it. Yep. Like, like um, I love that everybody in the trolls community yeah. like is so negative about the trolls. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the opposite of what you see, and it's we're the perfect, worst NFT know? project. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Like, and yeah. everyone, you know, we all agree. And yeah. it's instead of being like to the moon, they're like, ah, it's the worst. You know, yeah, like yeah, why yeah. would you ever want one of those? Getting it I to just zero. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's delightful. Oh. Um, yeah, I th- I like that the the sort of uh, what's that called emergent meme yeah. of yeah it's, it's really quite good um but yeah so the fun story about launching the trolls that obviously it's you know crunch time um <laughs> there's a lot to do at the same time i'm moving out of my apartment um my lease is up and i don't really i don't have a place that i'm going next so i'm like oh cool i'm gonna put all my stuff into storage um we deploy the contracts i have this like uh meeting not meeting uh they're gonna come to my house and pick up the stuff at whatever time it was i think it was noon et noon or yeah. one or something i think it was one et yeah. is is when they were gonna yeah um supposed to show up one to three and you know they're never on time people are never on time so i'm like cool we'll launch at noon i'll have an hour at least an hour maybe two or three <laughs> in which to, you know, have, deal with the launch of a new project, which is, if anyone's done it, is the most hectic thing in the world. Um, they show up on noon, at noon, exactly. And I'm sitting there on my computer watching the countdown go down on the Trolls project. And as it hits zero, as it hits zero, they knock on my door. And I have to take, I have to put my computer down and be like, hey, how's it going? I have to be chill. I'm like, yeah, yeah, how's it going? Here's all the stuff. Let me know if you need any help. And I'm like the whole time. I'm and we're all out. on FaceTime. We're all on like Zoom. Yes. Meanwhile, like like watching this in horror. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah. Luckily, everything <laughs> pretty much just worked. Um, the yeah. There was that one. I, mean, I feel like there was the one thing where like you didn't pay enough for some yes. the Infura, whatever. Which is a classic like, mistake. Is never actually yeah. measuring how many uh, ETH calls one makes per user on the website and then estimating how many users there are going to be there um and so we just didn't pay in for enough and got blocked for a moment and the way i'd written the code was that for whatever reason when it got blocked it assumed that all of them had been sold out and so instead we sold out um it would like jump from seven thousand to sold out and we were like just like whoa someone just bought a shit ton but no we just forgot to pay our infura bill (laughs) or rather like hit our rate limit and uh, after I paid them again, it was uh, it went back to seven, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, we gotta buy them." Um, and the funny part about that is that it's a pretty trolly thing to do. Yes, and and uh, my I had this in, really enjoyable experience in that, which is that was sort of when I, I it was sort of like a a trial by fire to like find my voice as the troll because I was updating everybody mm-hmm. from the troll account, so right. I was in all caps just swearing a lot and like saying you know like explaining what was going on you know although i will say it's interesting because so many projects you see where oh like you had this experience with block party with um Mm -hmm. with the toilet drop with the shards drop where something goes wrong and they just you don't hear anything where they just yeah they're silent and that's the worst thing ever you want to yeah it's Everyone understands that things are going to go wrong and that's fine. You just want yeah. to get like information about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I judge Block Party um, because they're a company and yeah. 
their entire business model is in having a lot of people go to their page right. at the same time. Right. Um, and they couldn't handle a lot of people. And, you know, in retrospect, I mean, the number of people going for the Schlamstrop is probably not that large. It's probably a few thousand. Right. Um, they just couldn't handle a few thousand people on their page. And that was just kind of sad. Like, I, I expect software to be better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the irony, of course, is that my site uh, broke under pressure as well. Um, but it's uh, even if it's hypocritical, it's worth uh, having. Yeah, high well, and, and again, and again, A, they're a company and B, we weren't silent about it. Like, right. like I was literally screaming from the top of my lungs as the troll and then retweeting it. You know, we were yeah, all retweeting yeah. that, letting as many people know as possible. Here's what's going on. Here's right. what's up. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, in ret- in retrospect, not not that many yeah. things went wrong. In fact, only totally. one thing happened. Everyone got their trolls. OpenSea metadata was really slow, so But that's I have for a everything. Script. I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah. I have a script called fuck OpenSea um, <laughs> that loops through IDs and hits their force update endpoint, which reverse engineering <laughs> their infrastructure is clearly just sending in a uh, like a, an event to a queue that's just going to eventually get picked up and have the metadata refreshed <laughs> um but it's just agonizing sitting there being like all right open sea when yeah. you're gonna fetch my metadata it's yeah. it's absolutely agonizing i cannot wait for a, a more distributed um and performant version of that and even <sighs> distributed maybe not even just a more performant I saw a chart yesterday someone had made on Dune Analytics, you know, the charts that they Mm -hmm. make on that site. And it was, it showed how, um, it showed market share of different um, marketplaces, NFT marketplaces, a year Mm -hmm. ago compared to now. Or maybe it was even like eight months ago. And it is striking if you Mm -hmm. look at it. Um, Yeah, I'm not surprised. uh, Eight months ago, ago, OpenSea was still the biggest, but... Like Rarible had twenty percent, and you know, Super Rare had a certain amount, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like a Google situation where oh, totally, OpenSea has ninety nine percent of yeah the traction. I mean, that's how market um, dynamics work, right? It's winner take all. It's network effect based, especially but with liquidity. Op- yeah, right. And I think especially with non fungible liquidity. Yeah. Um, you can only list your thing on one marketplace. You can't like, right. oh, put 50% of my tokens here, 50% of my tokens there. Right. It doesn't work like that. Um, and so it's like you go where everyone else is and they go where everyone else is and quickly yep. you have a shelling point to the thing that sucks the least, which is OpenSea. Um, <laughs> right. And that's just how it is. And I do think that there's a huge opening for someone to um, like sushi OpenSea. Uh-huh. Um, I think that that's a very realistic where where open c is like uh so open c takes 2.5 right all you do is rewrite open c and then have a sushi model where the fees go to holders of the governance token and ta-da you have um incentivized everyone to switch over you can even have a zap in or like a like a copy or you know if you have an existing right set of orders on open c like you could have it set up to like port that over to the new platform. Um, right. Yeah. I'm really excited for whatever Zora is building because I have a feeling that they are aware of this opportunity uh, for mm-hmm. like an open permissionless open source specifically. Um, yep. Like default NFT 
platform place um, yeah they're they, they must be incredibly aware of this um i would think so yeah so i'm i'm excited for that um but yeah i mean to open seas credit they're up most of the time which is um <laughs> You know, yeah, considering their growth easy. and everything, and we know them, like they're really nice guys, and yeah. and uh, you know, and I they mean, just made have a they choice, given us right? The blue they check made... for the fucking trolls yet? <laughs> no, they haven't. All right, I'll 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 have a happy opinion of them when they give us the blue. <laughs> give us give us the blue color. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, the trolls. We. I'm excited to like. There are, I guess, in, now that we're calling them derivatives, right? Like yeah, extensions, yeah. I guess that's this what it is. There are troll extensions yeah. in the works. In the works. I'm excited for that. Um, oh, just yeah. Just because it's, it's just kind of fun. I mean, um, and the one that we're, the first one we're going to do is a first of its kind. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm relatively sure. Um, I mean, I've already announced it, so we can say, like, it's, uh, it's, I made, like, I made a one-to-one musical representation of all the traits of the trolls so i just went through all the traits and for each for like i chose an instrument for each bass trait so like the the circle itself the bass is the bass guitar the eyes i think are the guitar or something Mm -hmm. the mouth is the um piano or the keys and then the um the accents are like melodies that go over it. That's cool. And yeah, and they get they the way that those are combined is so that each troll has a completely a completely unique generative song, which yeah. as far as I'm aware no one has done. I've seen for instance the fluffers, the fluffs, those like weird Oh yeah. But those aren't those guys, uh, generated songs. The song is just They're not. They they have eight you have eight choices of like what yeah. will show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that that's a, I think it is novel. And I think that the musical talent required to get all of those traits to mesh and perform well is valid. Um, or is, is like to be applauded. It's I know a thing. music has some sort of like, you know, things work together well if you do something a certain way. But yeah, I mean, it's actually relatively simple mm-hmm. in, in, you know, I mean, I guess from my perspective, it's just like pick a tempo, pick a key. And and more or less, like as long as you adhere in that, like anything mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. in that realm is going to sound good together. Cool. The question to me was like, can I, if we generate all these things together, is it going to sound, you know, is it is it going to like work as a song? And they do, like surprisingly, like wow. they really do. It's it's quite it's quite cool. Yeah. To to hear it come together. Yeah. And that's just really neat, right? Like doing a novel thing as a derivative to or a, an extension of another thing, like that's just really cool. Especially um, of a troll thing, right? Like that. Right? That's why like, I no was one thinking expects like this. We have no exactly. We have, we have no roadmap, and that's on purpose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's the best um, part is we have made zero promises and are still going to do something novel and push the medium yeah. forward. And I think that's the way it should be, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I really do. That's what everybody should be doing. And that's, that's like our, our, our highlighting the obvious is why that works, you know? Yes. I hope so. Yeah. Um, so trolls, um, trolls, what happened after trolls? This, paperclip the next, th- yes, yes. The next thing was paperclip. So, yeah, so because I think, we, yeah, 
while I was on the plane, paperclip <laughs> traded or something wow. like that. It was another one yeah. of those like, uh, now situations. Um, and I, and I maintain that somewhere we have audio of you, like just a passing thought, like saying like the paper, saying like oh, the paperclip on podcast. Yep. On yep, podcast, totally. I swear to God, somewhere we have you saying like... We in- might have it in an old, old episode. Because, so what happened is I've had this idea for a while. Um, yeah. I remember having the idea, you know, 2017, 18, and then being like, right. huh, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and Dow tooling wasn't like really great at the time, so I kind of just right. forgot about it. Um, but then I had it again as we were chatting with... Um, Dame... No, it was Matt on a podcast Plank. episode. Matt, there was a Matt, Matt Stevenson. involved, two guys, Matt one Stevenson. of them named Matt, not Stevenson. <laughs> oh. Um, maybe it wasn't a podcast. Maybe it was just a video call. Anyway, had that idea and yeah. like wrote it down and I was like, ooh, good idea. Um, and again, kind of forgot about it, but then started manifesting it by just telling people about it. And yes. Matt Stevenson uh, over lunch like latched onto it and uh, God bless Matt for you know, his energy, um, yes. for, you know, putting energy into the project. Cause he got it started. Um, I mean, that's the dream situation, right? You say you have a, you have a really good idea and you tell yeah. it to somebody and then they take it over, right? Yes. Like they run with it. Totally. Yeah. And so I get the joy of being like, yeah, I'm the guy who came up with that, but none of the work of like, okay, we're going to set up a discord and we're going to coordinate yeah, yeah. these people. We're going to get them right. safe and we're going to create an NFT. And then we're right. going to write these incredibly good recap yeah. articles, which, yes. you know, credit to the team, right? Like there, there are 10 founding members here and yeah. everyone has done like something really, really cool. Um, yep. to, for, to, to push the thing forward. And that's one of those, like, one of those new ideas that is only new. Be, what I should say is that it's not a new idea. It's the difference between knowing something and feeling something. And it is yeah. this. It is, wow, a DAO with all of its chaotic energy is uh, such an incredible, like, leverage uh, wow. on doing something. It's, yeah. it's actually getting wild. the right 10 people together is so you can much. like accomplish really insane things yeah could you imagine doing any of that on your own and the answer is absolutely not um right. and it is only via the chaotic energy of the Dow that like this thing came together right because i didn't have time to do it matt alone didn't have time to do it um yeah. and i think that that's incredible right it just lends itself again to the the classic tale which is that not tale but like the um the common sense Bandage. that is yeah. um storytelling and motivating yeah. people is the right. highest leverage thing you can have in <laughs> our modern society. Um, yeah. The ability to bring people together and work towards a shared goal is absolutely the highest impact thing that one can do. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And DAOs are a very like chaotic grassroots version of that. And I think that that yeah. is absolutely um you know that's fascinating not yeah. the future but a future yeah yeah so so paper so 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 you made this you made this first nft this first yeah. like co- commemorative paper clip yeah worthless uh uniswap position for the paper slash clip pair um quite fun paper actually turns out is like an actual token that people are using for something but we oh, don't really care about that don't worry um, about it yeah <laughs> 
And then we swapped and for some things, and we swapped for some other things, and swapped for some other things, and finally, round three, we've swapped for a digital zone. What do you mean, finally? I mean, that's that's only three you're rounds, right. and you're already to a yeah. to a digital zone. That's that's. I mean, that's the wild. power of game mechanics and behavioral economic yep. blah, 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 behavioral economics, right? Like, yeah. Just to go through yeah. the swaps, the first one was a parallel NFT, a, 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 yep. this new An card game, rare one, which you know, ironically, right. if we would just if we had just held on to it, um, would yeah. be worth something insane right now. <laughs> oh sure, oh absolutely, but that's that's the point, yeah. I guess. Right, and that and I guess also in retrospect. For... Oh, sorry. I think in retrospect, um, parallel got a lot of boost because of paperclip, um, or at least like right. It's like the paperclip effect, right? Is we do yes. the swap and then suddenly people are like, what the fuck? Whoa, what's this? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's happened twice now. Um, Several times, yeah. Yeah. With digital zones yeah. too. Digital but the middle one well. then, so the the parallel went to then it traded for some uh, Mebits shards, right? Some yep. some dissected some Mebit bits. Some of the dissected Mebit. Yeah. And then also and a also a punk, yeah, a crypto punk. So in the in the second round, we have a, we you're have a getting punk. a crypto punk, yeah, um, kind of cool. And then it was those two things together, the me bits bits and the punk that traded for the digital zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely wild. Um, I can't imagine where we go next. Um, I mean, I have some right some hunches, but um, yeah, it's hard to say. I saw the 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 ostensible goal is maybe like an alien punk. Yeah, but then and that I also seems saw you achievable. say, yeah, potentially, um, potentially. But then I yeah. also saw you say, <laughs> just go straight for the da- for the Doge meme. Yeah, I mean that's that's the joke, right? It's like, oh, if we want the most expensive NFT on Ethereum, it's now the fractionalized Doge meme, yeah, Doge six hundred yeah. mil or something. Right. Um, right. I think slightly less, so maybe like 500 these days. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I don't think that that's super realistic, but a punk may be, or rather... Like, a, like a really high-value punk. Oh, yeah. And it, yeah. here's the threat. If we get like a zombie or an ape, like we'll get yeah. to an alien. Um, right. And so it's just a matter of time. It's just a function of time. It's inevitable. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the externalities of swapping with the paperclip um, ended up being really, really neat, which is one, you get clip for trading with us. And yes. we also give clip to people who create the story. And so you get accepted into the DAO and that sort of, you know, uh, creates a nice fun. cycle. Um, but then also the externalities of people seeing the project and the swap is, yep. I think, super worth it. Um, yes. One of the So the feature of the original paperclip experiment, where the guy swapped a paperclip for a house over time, his economic um like uh benefit that he was giving to people was he was making markets right like in no world would the person (laughs) with the house swap for the paperclip um right but in being the person with a hyper specific snow globe and like that having the marketing of like the newspaper saying like oh look at this guy with the snow globe he wants to trade it yeah like the guy who wants the the person who wants the snow globe was able to find him and go get the snow globe Right. Um, and so, like, that's the economic benefit that they're providing. And so, like, the paperclip is a bit 
harder, like that exact, um, I forget what that, you know, NFTs are not as inefficient a market as uh, rare snow Real globes. Real life things, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... But on the other hand, I mean, they still are, you know, in some cases. Right. Still are in some cases. Problem. And also the other externalities, I think, make up for it. So, like, one, we give people to share in the DAO. Um, and that's yeah. something that, you know, the paperclip guy, you know, didn't do. He got his house, and that's fine. And we're going to share Dumbass didn't even have yeah. a DAO. Like, what's Didn't even problem? have a DAO. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we also get to tell a story that is really, really cool, like, from a curatorial mm-hmm. art sense. Um, and then, of course, the externalities of people being aware of what was just swapped for what, um, I think, is valuable to people yep. as, like, you know, in one sense, like a marketing expense, right? It's this, like, oh, it's a, it's a thing, right? Vista buys a punk for 150K, free marketing. Like, oh, shit, right. this parallel card was just swapped for something worthless? Like, what's, a, what's parallel? Um, that's the paper. That's the paperclip effect. Yeah. And that's the yeah. paperclip effect. So I think that that absolutely makes up for it. And in that, like, again, it's, it feels inevitable that we get to something incredible. Um, so round four will be happening probably as this episode is released. So mm-hmm. if you would like to swap with the clip, um, go to twitter.com slash paperclipdow and check out the instructions. Um, yeah, and so for that first swap, like, I, 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 I wanted to make a song, you know, yeah. as I do. And... And I, you know, I was like, okay, what would be good? Like, what would be a good song? It's like, hmm, like, the paperclip. Well, I wonder, like, where the paperclip comes from. And I looked it up, and it's like, oh, actually, this is a really interesting story. <laughs> We're like, right? I didn't even know that. We don't actually really know who invented the paperclip, but there's this guy that everyone thought did. And right. The, it's like the Satoshi like the, or the, the Craig Wright of paperclips. Yeah. It's like, oh, I totally yeah. invented the paperclip, y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's so funny. It wasn't even him. It was his friend. It was his yeah. friend who, who like, who like, who like, you know, pumped him up. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. That's the story. It, it, that's the actual story. Is that this guy made something that's like a paperclip, and he had the patent in, is it Norway? Norway yeah. yeah. Well, he had the patent in Norway, uh-huh. and then his friend, and he was a patent office worker, so okay. of course he had the patent, and then his friend went to Germany. And uh-huh. when he was in Germany, he was like visiting the patent office in Germany, like like As one pat, yeah, well, like one patent office oh, okay. from yeah, you yeah, know yeah, guy totally. from the office in Norway, just like hmm, hello, how are you doing in Germany at your patent office? And he saw there that they were patenting like their version of the paperclip, and he's like, oh, wait a minute, you know, my friend, he invented the paperclip. He's the paperclip guy. Oh. And then like not only that, but like wrote articles about it. Like he went to the newspapers oh, wow. and was like, My friend invented the paperclip. Wow. That's um, gaslighting and, or mimetic uh propagation. Yes, mimetic exactly. Like he wow. just he repeated it a lot. And then and then after World War Two, when the paperclip had been used as a symbol of resistance against the Nazis, after Whoa. World War Two there was like renewed interest in the origins of the paperclip. Right. And due to this renewed interest, everyone like latched onto these articles yes. that this guy had written. Yes. And that's how it completely that's just exploded from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So and then people later on went back and were like, uh, wait a minute. Like that's, that's you know. Yeah. So the guy in Norway invented something like the paperclip. Yes. But it but it clearly was not like the shape 
that we the had. right shape. Yeah. yeah, like it lacked. It's really very interesting to me. Like you know, it was like it was like folded in on itself once, Not and then twice. a regular paperclip like has another one that like lets you put the thing in between them. You know, right, right, right. Um, but the fact is, like the the shape of the actual paperclip went back way further before this guy quote-unquote invented what he invented huh. so that's yeah. so interesting yeah wow so yeah no one knows archaeology yes a segue there that is a <laughs> segue man yeah that's perfect um the archaeology thing happened uh where people got yes. interested re-interested i suppose i suppose in like the history of digital ownership which great validation to my thesis the whole time which is that what is happening here is not any one project it is the history of digital ownership and its effects on society as a whole and (laughs) the unique thing about this is that you can own history in a very literal sense it's the history of ownership you can own the objects that are part of that history it's very cool and so people got onto that um, yeah, I mean, this has been going on a little bit, you know, for a while, right? Because we had moon cats got rediscovered, and that was yep. a sort of very obvious one. Etheria but has the, been uh, Etheria. mentioned. Then, yeah. We, we had the rocks and the competing rocks. The rocks were new, yeah. Um, um, the, the competing um, rock Curio cards and all of the counterparty stuff coming over to Ethereum was a huge yes. uh, boost to that as well. Because, yep. yeah, I mean... Tr- operationally out of touch or out of uh out of reach for most people who care about this like i like the rare pepes i like the yep. curio cards yes. i'm not going to do the work um yep. but now that they're on ethereum uh they're already where i care about things and so I can, they, they're where I you want them some. yeah yeah um i wonder i wonder at this point if there are even like what what untold treasures you know are are still out there for people to yeah. I think there's people who just spend their time, you know, like digging and, oh, and looking. It's, it's... Um, I'm actually very impressed with some of the, like, oh, how yeah. people are finding things. Um, like, for example, uh, Gabagool um, is a, an archaeologist of the EVM. Um, and he was, I forget how we started t- chatting, but he was like, yo, I just found this thing. Yeah. Um, like... It's, it's kind of broken, but you can play with it. And so I like click the link. It's something I wrote in 2018 <laughs> while working with Open Zeppelin. And it was the crafty thing right. where like right. composability had just been theorized. And we we're like, okay, cool. Let's make a game where you compose things into other things. And I was like, how did you find this? How did <laughs> yeah. you find this? Because yeah. it was so incredibly niche when it launched. Um, anyway... Yeah, the um, yep. the archaeology stuff is really neat, and so like accessibility of that really increased the last month, and then also the narrative uh, kind of shifted from uh, there's this like rediscovery of what is true, right? Maybe with like the paperclip thing as well, where it's like, oh, the narrative we all believed that CryptoPunks was first uh, mm-hmm. isn't necessarily true, mm-hmm. um, and I think the fixation on first is less interesting than mm-hmm. like the fixation on novelty um or like pushing the medium in a specific way yes but yes. um like that that propelled a lot of people to be like oh well if that's not true what else like what else is there if it's like oh if uh, if theory is first like oh maybe 
And then we were like, okay, Namecoin, Namecoin's an NFT. And then we're like, oh, but the colored coins on Bitcoin, like that's an NFT. And then we keep like, you know, tracing back. And I think that that was really useful um, from a narrative standpoint to like get the history straight, let's say. Going all the way back to Eve's Klein. Yeah, all the way back to Eve's Klein and Art 101. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and then you know, simultaneously to all this, we had um, loot happen. Oh, God, loot, yeah. Loot happened. Loot happened. And where do you even start with loot? I mean, this is a I mean, luckily everyone already a, knows what loot <laughs> is if they're listening to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have to explain it, but... Thank God, too, thank right? Thank God. Because I, think like it's I was, a, I was, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to explain it to my mom, like, forget it. Forget yeah. it. What, what I think is cool about loot is that the idea of a pluggable, like, um, layer, right? And, and Dehoff tweeted this, um, but I think that it's, it's worth mentioning again, is that I think loot is the real metaverse, or in a, in a very abstract sense, the real incantation of the metaverse. Mm. And I've, <laughs> I've talked about this before, but I think the emphasis on three-dimensional video game worlds with mm-hmm. physics, etc., is a red herring if you're looking for natural digital space. Um, and I think what Lute is showing us is that the metaverse is the meta game of playing with loot. It's on Twitter and in Telegrams and in Discords yes. and in Divine Roles and whatever, and you're talking with people and you're playing the game. Like there is no game, loot is the game, and it's that yeah. that it's the purest sense of the metaverse, um, and in its in its purity, it is the right one, um, and I think that that's really neat. I I uh, these ideas have been around, right? Like oh, it's a video game item, but you can use it in different video games, and it looks like this and this one and this and this one, and it has different stats in this yeah. one. Like we we talked about that since the beginning. Um, since the difference the beginning. is that the way that loot happened. One, timing, but two, bottoms up. Um, whereas before, if you wanted to do this like, oh, shared video game item thing, what people would do is build a game with items and then be like, and anybody else want to use them? <laughs> right, um, right, right. And what Loot did was like, here are some items. Capture the value yourself, idiot. Um, and people latched onto that. Big um, time. It, yeah, big like- time like just insanely you know um yeah and some would say irrationally um but here we are sure i mean that's the space though that's the name of the game i guess is is irrationally it's interesting to me this is sort of an aside but the way in which loot may or may not have like capped off Mm. what maybe we'll look we'll look on as the uh the, the golden age era. or the at mm. least the explosion of maybe the golden yeah. age is yet to come but like mm-hmm. the explosion of you know and that's loot marks the end i think in some ways yeah. of that yeah, pfp era yeah no certainly it does feel like it broke the fever to use your tweet yeah. um actually i made a connection i was listening to um our episode with uh the nouns punk guy Mm -hmm. whose name i forgot which is good um or real name i've forgotten which is good his numbers 
what's his number? 4156. Yeah, 4156. I was listening to our episode with him, and one of the things he mentioned, which I thought was really apt, was that if you're looking at 0 to 1 in terms of Mm -hmm. um, NFTs, you have 0 to 1 CryptoPunks, and then not really anything else on top of that. Um, And I think that loot was yes is the next zero to one and that might be early to call that because these things are always decided in retrospect sure but to to back up your point about an era crossing like mm-hmm. this feels like a new century of like conceptual it, pfps yep it's like a conceptual thing and like when i made the doggos uh there's a deep deep hole <laughs> for anyone who's both involved and in loot and in the doge nft community <laughs> Um, we made, you know, loot doggos that were just descriptions of dogs. It's a conceptual PFP. It's yeah. like the PFP is your, is your imagination. Um, and what's quite Matt, cool is people I... are changing their discord names to their dog names, but anyway. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's like, I text. will, I will direct you, Matt, to yeah. a, a, uh, conversation that you and I had over just regular messages, um, I don't know, beginning of the summer probably before um before we even really thought about trolls and we had been talking about like if we were going to do a PFP project what would it be? Maybe oh, it would yeah. just be a big list of traits. Do you remember this rates, conversation? Right. Where we it had was, said like there's no images, it's, it's just only like traits. It's a 10,000 like each PFP Fuck. quote unquote is 10,000 traits. Yeah. Yeah, we sort yeah. of had this idea or it's a similar such a good idea. idea still. I think we should do that yeah. as like an independent art project. It's like, yeah. look, instead of having 10,000 things with five traits each, it's five NFTs each with 10,000 traits. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's like a very schlombs. And there's no picture. It's just a list of the traits. Schlombs. Yeah. No picture. Yeah. It's just a list of things. It's yeah. a 10, 10 megabyte JSON blob, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, and then I think we didn't do we, that because we were like, well, shit, how do we generate 10,000 <laughs> category value pairs that yeah. isn't just garbage? Yeah. Um, and I have some leads on that, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll see oh, this good. in the future. Oh, good, yeah. I think we but, should bring that back. Yeah, we, you're right. We did. We talked about that. We, 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 we hit on it, at least. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, loot. And I think, um, I think it's pretty cool. I really enjoy the... Um, I, I would like to take credit for single-handedly starting the katana meme. Oh, really? That, that is that you? Yeah, I uh, I did the weeb market and then started oh, talking amazing. about katanas, and I was like, "Look, never bet against the weebs. Always bet yeah. on the side of the weebs, especially when you're trying to do like community cult shit. Like, yeah, bet on the weebs." Um, and you know, now we've got the the ranking of. Uh, Divine Robe, Katana, yeah, Dragon's Crown of the Fox, but I think of yeah. the Fox should be above Dragon's Crown. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's see again. This is the meta game, right? Is like, yes. The game isn't any one thing that someone could make with loot, right? It's like um, it's like Roblox, right? Like the game is not Roblox, your three D character moving around in space. The game is all the other things that people have created, and more importantly, yep. the game is in playing around them with your friends yep um and this is just like the most conceptual and importantly um divorced from the like tangible nature like we don't have to make a game anymore we can make the idea of a game and that honestly 
is 80% of the fun. And I don't know if this is like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know how this ends. Um, because sort of by, in principle, anything that someone builds is going to be less interesting than my imagination. Right. Right. Um, right. Like the metagame isn't thinking like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if this, and yes, yes. Like, oh, wouldn't it be neat if we formed a DAO right. for all the Divine right. Gold members? And then we right. do, and it's like, okay, well, now what do we do? It's like, we have more fun <laughs> thinking about it than actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like and, being kids. It's like, that's what kids do. Kids, when they're making up a game, they spend the entire time yes, making up the rules yes. and they never actually play it. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's improv yeah. in its finest. Yes. It's like, exactly. we're sitting yes, there improv yes, We're just yeah. having a good time. And the audience right. is like, all right, when's it going to start? It's <laughs> yeah. like, the improv is what's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I think that that's a really, like, I think that that is sustainable. I don't know that the actual, like, I think that the meme, the, not the meme, the, the pattern of, like, bottoms up, improv like, build on it, and they will come type thing. I think that that's a pattern that, that we'll continue to see. Yes, um, that will continue for sure. I... I feel pretty good about loot, but also I don't know how it ends. It seems to me like it's like one of the most um, decentral, like like prime examples of a sort of decentralized anything that I've seen right. in the NFT space specifically. Right. Yeah, you know where it's just like a lot of people doing a lot of things just for the fuck of it. Some yeah. for money, but most, but a lot for not. And yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just like you said, because it's fun fucking around and improving. You know? It's fun to fuck around and improv with your friends, and I think that that's a great point. That the distribution of loot is, I would, I would like to have numbers to back this up, but anecdotally, it feels better than, for example, an art blocks drop or, um, you know, anything else you can imagine. Um, Man, art blocks has turned into such a, a sad state. Yeah, they should use mad auctions. Um, it's actually perfect for oh, art blocks. Yeah, but, it would be good. Um, what was I saying? The, Sorry, you were saying no, um, the, the distribution. Distribution. Oh yeah, and someone—I forget who it was—was was like, it's actually really quite valuable when building a game like this to have a a natural pre-existing distribution of, yep. in this case, items and stats and etc. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because it's just like. Cool. Were you- were you there for the for the original original drop? Did, did no. you? I found about it from um, from Jackson Dame. Yes, I saw his. I saw yeah. their tweet, and then and then uh, I, I I I minted. I managed to like guess, you know, because you had to just guess numbers. Right, you had to sit there. I mean, this was even maybe like the first bit of like. Well, I've seen metaverse who... fun. Was I right, just had to exactly. sit there and Guessing guess a the bunch numbers. of numbers. Yeah. And I managed to guess four before they all went away. Wow, that's really um, cool. Yeah, it was fun, honestly. Like it was like one of those little moments. I like the only other time I've interacted directly with a contract like that was doing Mooncats, and I felt the oh, same right. way. Where there's something kind of magical about sort of peeking behind, like for for someone yeah. like me as a layman, going yeah. behind the curtain a little bit, and there's no yeah. interface. It's just like. Yeah, oh, it's, a like you're... it's a superpower. It's a superpower. Right. And I think someone tweeted that to this morning. Um, was that like, say what you want about loot, but one of the coolest things is that, well, one, more people are playing with Ethereum, and two, um, they had to learn Etherscan. They had to understand yep. the basics of... Because like all these derivatives are using Etherscan. There's no UI anymore. 
you just mint the thing. Right. Um, the which, fact that there's no yeah. UI is really cool. Yeah, that's a feature, right? Again, it's conceptual. It's like the idea is worth more than any one execution, right? Like if I had taken yeah. the doggos concept and like done all of the work to do the art and everything, all the um, art, it would be yeah. less interesting than the loot. It version. would be less interesting. Absolutely, hundred percent. It would be less yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in collapsing that wave function, you necessarily like make it less interesting. The uncertainty, the wave function, the the the, the holding in parallel, right? That's what's interesting. I like the that. Room Some for quantum mechanics going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you give all possible futures to the people and say, yeah, have yeah. fun. Um, instead of like picking one and being like, well, how about this? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah totally. And so like that's you know to that's that's been really really cool. I think understanding how that, Ethereum yeah. works should be a prerequisite for anyone doing anything with it this early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think it would be, I think it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's really tough, but I feel like it's almost immoral to cater to people mm-hmm. who don't understand um, the technology at, you know, at, on, on, on how much of that technology they understand. I don't know where the line is, but mm-hmm. The basics, which, you know, what are, what are the basics, blah, blah, blah. But, like, on some level, I think the basics should be a prerequisite. Um, yeah. Because I've, yeah, I mean, especially there's you know, so much money involved. You just yes, want to make thing. sure it's, that people get what they're doing. Yeah. If there were no money involved, it's like, yeah, whatever. Just fucking click the buttons, have fun. It's a cookie-click right. game, whatever. Right. But since there's money at stake, it feels immoral yeah. to – it's kind of like the reason yeah. that uh, investor protections exist, right? It's like to prevent right. – it's, it's to prevent – um, uninformed people, let's call it yep. that, from doing something dumb from someone who <laughs> yeah. is more informed. Right. Um, and like, you know, the intent behind that is really good. Mm-hmm. In practice, those rules suck. But um, like, I think the intent is what matters here. And in that way, um, some of the, you know, a lot of the NFT stuff I see is, I think, not even NFT, crypto things. And this is not a hot take, but like a lot of crypto things are just straight up immoral. Right, um, right, right. You don't but, say. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. so loot happened and then simultaneously, yeah. again, we have the uh, Doge, the, the uh, token, the uh, fractionalization of the Doge. Yeah, history. Um, um, and you and you being part of Pleaser Dow had a mm-hmm. had a direct direct hand in in that whole process. Yeah, totally. They were looking for someone to coordinate a lot of on chain stuff for the auction, and I was like, I know how to do all this, and so I did all of that. Um, yeah, it was a wild two weeks. Now, obviously, um, Feisty Doge was fractionalized, and that kind of blew up a little bit. And so, pleaser. They got a lot of press. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of press, um, and also a lot of uh, you know engagement. They built a really cool community, and pleaser had planned on fractionalizing the Doge. In fact, that's like why pleaser was originally even created was for fractionalization. Uh, oh, purposes. I didn't know that. They were okay. gonna buy the people pleaser Uniswap NFT right. and fractionalize it. Got it. Um, that's why they formed. Um, and so obviously they planned to do this, um, but we moved the timeline up quite a bit in order to respond to Feisty Doge, which 
I was never really for because I think that the OG Doge speaks for itself. And I think as we yeah. saw, um, like narrative is everything. So the story yeah. is everything. And the fact that this is the original NFT from the creator uh, yep. or from the owner of the dog yeah. who took the picture, yeah. it is the, the provenance is fucking pristine. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and I think in any world, it would have been the most expensive NFT on Ethereum um, or the, the highest value, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we launched it. It was a wild ride. We built a really cool community. I think we're 5,000 strong now. Um, wow. Yeah. And so like the doggo loot extension was for that community. If you had any dog in your wallet, you could have a free doggo. And that was it. And so now people are like, you know, using them to personify in the in the chat. And it's quite fun. Um, yeah, That's we're trying to so do a lot good. of cool other tie-ins. You know, if you're a member of the club, you have any dog, uh, we want to do something fun. Um, so that's kind of like my job for the next few weeks is, no, next few weeks, next few months, um, maybe even years, <laughs> is like doing cool things uh, with that community. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Extending, it's been really, it's been oh, like you're ride. saying, sort of the, yeah, extending yeah. the doggo universe yeah exactly yeah um but yeah that auction was wild um and it was just cool to see and then let's see any cool stories from that i mean interacting with that much money and an nft that iconic and valuable is you know nerve-wracking yeah Um, i can imagine so like what I was doing was crafting transactions uh, in order to send them from the safe and, you know, making sure that when we send this transaction, exactly what we expect will happen and creating a playbook for like, okay, we're going to approve and then fractionalize and then approve and then start the auction and um, double checking the transaction data. Oh yeah. It's, it's nerve wracking. Um, yeah. But yeah, it all went to plan. Um, and then in the, once the auction finally finished, one of the things we wanted to do was add liquidity to Yasushi, um, you know, to have a liquid market. Um, and Miso doesn't have a way to do that automatically. Um, mm. Which, like, whatever. Um, but we were like, look, if we withdraw the tokens, if we finalize the auction, everyone can withdraw their tokens. Um, but then there won't be a market until we set one up. So we were like, can we do that atomically? And I was like, yeah. Uh, so mm. we wrote a contract, uh, myself and or Mariano mostly, um, and then I double checked everything along with a bunch of other members. And so, like in thirty minutes, we're like, "Cool, let's write a contract to finalize the auction, approve and deposit to Sushi, and start the market." And then, yeah, we got that written. It was it was a hectic thirty minutes, but we got it written Damn. and deployed. Um, yeah, wild. That sounds amazing. Yeah stressful again again the power of a dow the power of a dow oh yeah couldn't imagine doing that solo yeah um and and the ability for someone to step up and be like yeah i have all of the tools necessary Uh and the knowledge necessary to do this thing in this time frame and then just do it um really really cool you can't you can't hire for that um yeah really neat and then finally amulets 
Yeah, amulets are making a comeback. That's amulets right. Amulets are happening. That, I'm so happy a- about this. Yes, amulets are... Um, people are caring about amulets, which is like... I sort of had assumed that that was not going to happen, but... Um, I think they're Oh, amazing. it's wonderful, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you, I few... saw that you're, you're, you're like, you're becoming an, your goal is to be an amulet whale. I am single-handedly propping up the amulet market right now. Right, right. Um, I set the floor rather irresponsibly at 0.2 <laughs> ETH. Uh, and so, like, now that I'm running out of fun money, I'm like, hmm, okay, we're going to have to <laughs> drop that down. But um, the... Wait, wait, wait. how many amulets incredible. have you collected? How uh, many like do you know? 20 now. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, you can look That's at my a account. Lot. I also minted like twenty this morning. Actually, seventeen yeah. this morning. Yeah. Um, I Are love you... them so much. <laughs> Is everybody um, doing this by hand, or are they all doing it by so by computer? Here's, so I guess. Let me describe amulets for the maybe twenty percent who may not know. Um, amulets are in my mind, a new format for poetry. It's like a haiku mm. or a quintet or whatever. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. In there are many. Class. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a new medium of expression that is digitally native and importantly like blockchain and cryptographically native. Um, it's cool as fuck. What you do is you hash the poem. And if the hash has consecutive eights, it's an amulet for four more consecutive eights. Um, and it's this, it's this luck and cryptographic, um, um, God, what's the word for that? It's, it's like a very natural digital process to hash something and see if that hash is lucky. Um, it's perfect. It's, it's beautiful. And what's cool about that is that the luck gives, I think, this really neat form, or it lends this edge, uh, this aura of meaningfulness to something to uh-huh. of profundity to something um and so you can have i guess i should pull up an actual amulet but you can have any text and it can just be like you know a pithy kind of thing but when it's an amulet it it lends itself to the more profound interpretation um because of that digital serendipity that ah it's an amulet ah the hash <laughs> which is relative which is you know for all intents and purposes uncorrelated to the content um yeah. or the semantic meaning of the content is neat it is special um and i think that is such a cool thing it's like when you read a haiku and i got into haikus recently because of this anime film um the reason haikus are fun to me is that it's just an, a, a it's a concept it's an expression it's it's a bunch of words but the aha is that it fits the form. Yeah. You describe a thing, ah, the blue at sunset, blah, 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 blah. But it fits the 575 form. And that gives you an aha moment that lends itself to profundity. And it's the same thing for amulets. And I love them. Um, and so what people are doing, so here's the thing. You can find them by hand. It's just hard. It's um, hard. It's hard because... I only know how to do it by hand, and I've never found one. I like that, honestly. I think the value of a hand-done amulet were one to be able to ever, like, prove this, whatever. Um, 
is is infinitely higher than that of a machine generated mm. one. Um, I wish there was a doing, way to like yeah to like say handcrafted versus. That'd be great. I mean, you're just trusting yeah. the artist, which is not nothing wrong with that. But sure, sure. Um, yeah, the what people are doing is running, you know, text corpuses books. Um, in my case, I started running subtitle files through um, the amulet checker um, to see, like, oh, is this line an amulet? And if they are, you can mint it. And what's cool about that is you have this this hash guarantees uniqueness, and so there's this like first person to discover this amulet it's literally Mm. like mining for Mm -hmm. human words it's incredible um and i just think they're delightful and some of them are really really cool and some of them are really really odd and some of them are just like "Uh oh so for example um (laughs) the word wow capital w with an exclamation point at the end is an amulet no way yeah i found (laughs) that this morning (laughs) that's amazing wow and it's just delightful. And one of my favorites, wow. um, and Robin Sloan, the creator of this form, um, calls this out as well in his uh, introductory post. But I think that it it's really great as well, is self-referential amulets are really delightful. Um, and so his quintessential example of that is, if you can't write poems, comma, new line, write me. Mm-hmm. It is an amulet about writing amulets. Mm -hmm. Um, and what someone has done, and this is a very code version of this is in the template. It took me blank, many blank times to find this amulet. They ran a script to iterate eight hundred million times or whatever, um, to find a, an amulet. And in this case, the consecutive eights are at the leading edge of the hash. Oh, wow. So it's OX eight, 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 (laughs) eight. And it's self-referential. It's and also like a vanity amulet. It's delightful. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, this form is so good, and I'm collecting them because I like it, and that is the extent of that. I think absolutely. Um, yeah. When I say that I I'm single-handedly propping up this market, I mean I'm the <laughs> only person buying these. I'm the only person silly enough. I bought a few. Money. I've bu- I mean I've, I've bought a few. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, to spend money on these, but I just love them. And I think that they would work so well, um, in a physical installation. I think mm-hmm. the, the serendipity of it, text, hash, maybe creator title. Yep. Um, yep. just, it lends itself to that uh-huh moment and, and let people try to make their own. In, let people in try to the make space. their own in public. Yeah. And get, here's get the hash. There. And here's uh, the, yeah. yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. And you can have this like, the this is the only not i should let me we'll cut that out it's not often that you see the birth of a new form mm-hmm. um and we saw this with digital scarcity to give birth to a new form of digital object and mm-hmm. i think we're seeing this with amulets which is this is a new form of poetry that is digitally native mm-hmm. and as far as i can tell it's the first one and i'm not well educated on this so someone sure let me know but this is the perfect blend of digitally native processes and poetry. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying where, and this is something we've talked about a lot in the past of like, what gives the thing, I think I think the word that I really like and you use it a lot lately is aura. What mm. gives the thing its aura? 
And with haikus, what gives it is this, you know, arbitrary but interesting right. uh, uh, format of, of 575. Right. The format is you know? arbitrary. And what gives a sauna its meaning, its aura is, yeah. you know, the... the but in this good, case, what gives it its... Form. Right. In this case, what gives it its aura is is completely digitally native. It's this... Yeah. It's the hashing that gives yeah. its, its aura, absolutely. Um, which is which is super fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's incredible. Um, if I get my wish, I will do a physical installation of this, either in a pop up studio or mm-hmm. just spray painting them on the sidewalks in the yard. <laughs> um, I I keep coming back to this idea, and I think now it's it might be possible actually of. And I think I brought this up to you when Amulets first, when Robinson first announced it, is like, um, like musical amulets, yeah, uh, ha- hashing, and and now I think you can actually do it because of ABC Notation, yeah, where you could hash ABC Notation uh-huh. to find, to, but so the, the 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 problem is and the difference is right, like, um, you would need some way to hear it. You need some way to like, so bum bum bum, like that could maybe be an amulet, right? Or ba ba ba, or whatever. Oh, that's so delightful. You, would, you know, wouldn't that be neat? So like, in the, you write in the window, um, You're or like maybe writing. it's not. Maybe you don't even write it in the window. Maybe it's a piano, mm-hmm. and you play mm-hmm. the notes, and then in the window it writes out the ABC notation, and yeah. it tells you whether or not it's an amulet. That's totally. Funny. Yeah, I like that a lot. We might That'd have to lessen neat. the requirements on some of these because finding eight consecutives is pretty hard. Now that, of course, it's like, is it logarithmic? Is it exponential? I'm not quite sure. But like right. consecutive makes it pretty difficult. Makes it difficult. Um, but I wonder. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I wonder. I think it's uh, exponential be because of my middle grade, middle school math. <laughs> um, probabilities of consecutive dice rolls kind of thing. Right. Um yeah, so we might like be like, oh, if there are three eights, it's a musical amulet. But I, I like that a lot. I think that's fantastic. And I also think it's possible to lessen the 255 character um, oh, restriction. Yeah. Or, or you know, loosen, rather. Right. Um, because I think that works extremely well for poetry. Um, right. But that's a specifically, you know, textual form. Right. Um, and maybe a different form music, would, would like, have different oh, constraints. Measures, yeah. perhaps. Right. Yeah, I don't understand music words, but well, um, yeah, I think that that's that's really cool. And so, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of amulets, and there are a few people um, making some. I'm going to look up their names right now because I've really enjoyed Nick. Right, been. Nick is is Nick. Nick Johnson is the creator, yeah, of the Wild Amulet contract, right? Um, which is the now de facto uh, place where you put them. What it does is it has a two-stage reveal process so you commit the mm-hmm. hash of the amulet and then reveal it um which uh, lets you not be front run and also because it's storing that hash on chain now you have a um uniqueness guarantee right uh, this is you know you know that it is digitally scarce right cool neat perfect <laughs> use of blockchain um, <laughs> exactly and so, yeah, he's doing that. But I'm thinking specifically of creators of amulets. Two of the people who I've enjoyed a lot are Bruno Wow K, is their <laughs> okay. username, 
okay. and also Zishan um, Khan, I believe. They've been making some really cool amulets, Sweet. and I imagine they're doing so per- programmatically because of the uh, sheer volume of them coming out. Um, yeah. But I've really, really enjoyed some of these. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm sure they, they generate a bunch, and then they only mint the ones that are that are yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do as well. So there's, I mean, there's there's the work of the yeah. curator here as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, on that note, uh, I think we'll we'll call it. I did just see a tweet while you were looking for those amulet creators. I saw a tweet from Death Beef saying that he will be dropping something t- today or tomorrow that's a first of its kind. Oh no! Ay ay ay! I wanted a break this week. <laughs> Maybe don't look then. Maybe don't look. Could you imagine being alive <laughs> for looking. NFT summer and not looking at the NFTs? <laughs> no, I gotta be here. Gotta be here. Gotta. Do you think gotta... that next summer is gonna be Dow summer? Summer of Dows. People want that, and yeah. what's cool about manifesting is that it works. Yeah. Right. 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 Because last summer was DeFi. This summer is NFTs. Yeah. I mean. I think in retrospect, those labels are yeah. very easily applied. Yeah, yeah. Um, in future, in spec, the moment, yeah, yeah, bit bit tougher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Dow tooling Who is knows? getting really, really good. I think um, the lack. Okay, so what I should say is, I think that, and this is just repeating what uh, Owaki and a lot of other people are mm. um, saying, is that I think solving, not solving, improving the efficiency of coordination uh Mm -hmm. so solving the coordination problem is the um most effective highest leverage thing that one could do for society um yeah if you're thinking of like the scale of you know what's the kardashev scale right it's like if you don't solve the coordination problem you never get past one on the kardashev scale right um i think it's kardashev um, is that the which scale is that? That's the that's the like progress of civilization oh, energy yeah, yeah. usage scale. Right, 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 yeah. right. It's like if you don't, and so one of the, it's like if you don't learn how to cooperate um, and and work towards a shared goal at the scale of all of society, because right now right. coordination and cooperation happens on sub sub societal scales. It happens right. within one person, a, a brain. It happens with two people a partnership and it happens with three and with four but it very quickly becomes tenuous you look at the scale of countries and you're like oh well that's not actually managed that well and you look at the scale of the world and you're like wow we really fucked up here Um, (laughs) like coordination is an unsolved problem at scale and if you can solve if you can make coordination more efficient at scale um we will progress together faster um right in that sense DAO tools, very, very important. Important. Um, And governance for DAOs, very, very important. So, yeah, I think next summer could be it. That's enough time for people to build things and, importantly, enough time for uh, more DAOs to be formed. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, Well, um, that was a lot and very fun. I know I talked a lot. It was a lot lot. of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, it was good to good to chat with you. Um, as always, 
What do we say to these people? I don't know. I, we haven't really been doing our, our uh, Twitter outros. Oh, yeah. Um, but you can find me at Song of Day Man. You can find Matt at one of the many Matts. Uh, number one of the many mats. Yeah. Oh, I should say, if I don't talk to folks before that, I'm going to be in Denver, assuming that COVID doesn't explode. I'm going to be in Denver at the Meta Cartel conference that's happening there in September. This nice. month. Next week. Oh my God, it's next week. It's Playing so some soon. songs. Um, and hanging out. And and see, meeting a lot of internet people that I haven't met before. Yeah. So if you're there, please say hello. Maybe we'll do. Maybe I'll try to do like a a mini um, hot takes. I'll like just run oh, up to yeah. people and try to get their hot takes. We should definitely do that. Oh my god, it's my favorite. Yeah. Um. All right. You wanna you wanna say the thing? No, I don't. But here we go. Get nifty. <laughs> Stay nifty. Oh yeah. Oh,